This episode of the Chapter Next podcast is being brought to you by our title sponsor, Pump 5 Fuel Delivery Service, recorded and produced by our friends at Podcast Town. Pump 5 delivers quality car service directly to our members' cars. Do you hate going to the gas station? Our specially trained service providers will bring the gas directly to your car. Do you have no time to have your car detailed? Do you need tire services? Our members use our app to have our service providers bring their skills directly to their cars wherever their car is parked. So how does your morning look? Do you have to take the kids to school? Do you have to get up at ungodly hours to go to work? Are you desperately missing those last 20 minutes of sleep because you know you told yourself the night before that you had to go to the gas station? Well, our members enjoy a life where they can just get up, walk outside, get into their freshly cleaned, full tank cars and go about their day. We want you to be able to enjoy that too. So be sure to check our website at www.pump5, that's P-U-M-P-F-I-V-E dot com. Welcome to the Chapter Next podcast. I am Talithia Thompson. I'm a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, and right now I'm just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chapter Next podcast. Look, I just want to thank y'all so much that we are still on this ride together. I have had such a good time podcasting. Like, and I personally love celebrating women. I love celebrating people. I love when I see somebody do something awesome and I want to be like, good job, girl, way to hold it down. And honestly, as I start looking around and paying closer attention to the women over 40 that are in my space and that even aren't in my space that I just see killing it. I am so encouraged by us. I'm just so encouraged by the fact that we have literally like raised kids that are in college. We have had whole careers that were like 18, 20 years long. We have gone to school and achieved the things that we were going after. And if nothing else, we have lived, we have survived. We have made this whole thing that we call life just work in a way that we can look back at it and we feel like, okay, I did that and you can feel good about it. And as we approach this next chapter, we have purposely looked back at some dream that we've had, some goal that we've had, something that has just been on our mind for years and years. And now we are working towards going after making that happen. And that, my friends, all of those things are something to be celebrated. So welcome to the Chapter Next podcast. And if you haven't done it yet today, look yourself in the face and be like, girl, we did that. And take a few minutes to celebrate yourself because you truly are spectacular. Don't you forget it. So one of the things that um, I have really been able to, to get a kick out of just I'm not saying it's never happened, but this last time that it happened, it has been kind of notable. Um, just a little while back, I just got back from a trip with the ladies from my book club. Yes, we travel. It's the um, the Fixing Crowns book club, y'all. It's um, Fixing, F-I-X-I-N apostrophe, Fixing Crowns book club. And we went to st louis um on a meet and greet so we so one of the things that we've kind of been able to do a little bit this year is kind of we've gone to different places so we can kind of meet up and get to know each other a little bit more in person so um we just had our, our meet and greet in st louis and it was so much fun like it really was like <laughs> not saying i haven't had a good time but it's just it really has been a long time since i've been able to go somewhere and hang out with a bunch of women that were my age and it was just everybody was in good spirits we were all giving everybody was generous and encouraging everybody was like just speaking life into each other and into themselves y'all we got to have conversations the kind of conversations that I just love that only that we as women only can have with each other where there is literally 
no filter. <laughs> there, is, there is nothing we will not uh, discuss. We had women's spouses flat being like, where did you meet these women? And what are y'all talking about? <laughs> A conversation about vibrators, Yanni steams, just personal wellness and mental health and just different opportunities that we as women took to encourage each other because that was the spirit of the entire trip. The entire weekend was all about just encouraging each other and reading, which is awesome <laughs> because I mean, that's another thing I just haven't done very much in my adult years, gotten together and hung out with a bunch of women, a bunch of women that like, like reading and we can discuss the different books that we like and the different authors and go to different places like different black owned bookstores and different places where other people have just had a ball and they've really made it awesome. They really made it a great opportunity for us to be able to like partake in their life's work. Right. So that was, it was really a lot of fun. It was, um, I haven't been on vacation in St. Louis in a while. Um, the last time I went was some years ago and I went for a conference. So I really didn't get to do a lot of fun stuff. But that definitely changed with our weekend. <laughs> we, um, it was awesome. I got there a day early. So the, um, the retreat itself was from Thursday until Sunday. I got there that Wednesday because I just like to be, whenever I go on vacation anywhere, I like to have myself an extra day before and an extra day or two after. I really make it a working vacation, right? So the day I get there, the Wednesday when I got there, I did a lot like just for my business and getting caught up with like bookkeeping and crazy stuff like that. The other like things on that long, you know, list of things that you say you'll get to that doesn't require you going anywhere. It's pretty much you sitting down and getting stuff done. So I was able to do that that Wednesday. Um, I was also there uh, Monday and Tuesday. So I stayed a couple of days earlier, which I also used those last couple of days to work and get caught up on other things. But the time that we spent together, like it was just as much fun and just as effective and just as needed as <laughs> the time when I was there by myself. Definitely a lot more fun, though. It really was. Um, we got there. So the ladies got there Thursday. That night, we went to Salt and Smoke. I stayed at the Hilton, Hilton at, near the ballpark. So that one was right on Broadway. It was a beautiful hotel. I had a great time. Awesome service. Not one complaint about the entire experience. It really was awesome. The staff was great. The the resources there that were offered, their um promptness and the way they responded to me and just the whole jam. Um, It was really a great experience. So that night, Thursday, uh, and oh, that's another thing. We all, um, not all of us, but most of us, usually when we go on these trips, we try to stay at the same hotel. So then we all stayed at the Hilton. So, and there was like, there was one lady that I think that stayed at another Hilton down the way, just as nice. Her room actually, unless I'm mistaken, was a little bit less expensive, but it was still a Hilton and she still seemed to have been having a great time as well. So we stayed at the Hilton. Um, we went to Salt and Smoke that night to eat. We had... The food there was awesome. The drinks were wonderful. Our um, our host was so nice. He was such a cool guy. So interesting. You know, you kind of get there and you get these large groups and you really don't know. I don't know. I tend to feel bad for our servers. Um, I think they do well as far as tipping, right? We all were pretty g generous groups, so we made sure that he was taken care of in that way. But I don't know. When you get certain groups, you really never know what will happen. And when you get a group of people that are smart, if nothing else, you get inundated with questions. <laughs> and he seems to really do well with them. So I was really grateful for him and the experience as a whole. So after we left there, we walked down the street to the Broadway Oyster Bar. We were not at the Oyster Bar to eat a whole nother meal, right? We just ate. But we did. We were able to enjoy their banana bread pudding, which was seriously next level, I guess. Banana bread pudding is a thing in St. Louis. I didn't know that at the time, but I did appreciate that experience. Whatever wonderfulness they put in that, that little bourbon sauce they put on the top and their whipped cream. Oh, it was just perfect. I would honestly be okay with making a trip to St. Louis 
specifically to get that bread pudding. It's like a 45 minute plane ride. You know, sometimes you got to treat yourself anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we did that. Right. Um, the night was over. We went back home. We went back to the hotel. Everybody kind of um, at well, not everybody can crash. I crashed. I was tired. But it sounds like the ladies were able to kind of stay up and, you know, and kind of hang out in the little lobby area near the fire and just kind of relax on the couches and enjoy each other's company as people were like, you know, as they were able to enjoy their time a little bit before they went to sleep. Uh, the next day, we went to the coolest little breakfast club, which was great. Um, we had a good time there. Then we kind of got to see a little bit more of St. Louis, specifically um, the black owned bookstores, which was cool. We got to go to see the um, the I See Me bookstore, which was the coolest bookstore ever. I'm not kidding, y'all. The, apparently she um the woman star who is the owner of the, owner of the store she met us there as well um so we could come in and have a really cool quaint shopping experience and um we were in there walking around she her goal was to make it so that when children are walking around children of color they can see faces that look like them because we all know when we go to like certain stores or most other mainstream streamlined stores um that's just not always the case so it was kind of cool to walk around and see like gothic books children's books adult books um books for like that are you know more educational just all this stuff that was like written by written for folks of color black people and black faces and black children and um it was just very cool we had a great time there we were able to get all the cool things we needed there was a cool little um lipstick lip gloss line that one of the younger um one of her younger vendors had created so i was able to get a couple of those for my girls um, when we left there, we also went to another bookstore. It's uh, the Emporium, which is also a black owned bookstore. We were able to walk in there. The ladies were able to get all the other books that we were looking all the other like types of books that they were looking for. So whether if it was, you know, books for like parenting, different things, they had lots of stuff there for like your health, your mental and spiritual health. And we were able to have a great time. It was very, very cool. So we left there. We went to Cooper's Hawk, and if you've never been to Cooper's Hawk, find one. <laughs> find any Cooper's Hawk anywhere. Um, all the ones that are um, in this country so far that I've been to, I've, I've been to two or three different ones. Every one of them are just spectacular. Um, we were able to do a wine tasting there, um, which was wonderful. Um, the wine tasting that we did was complimentary. It, it didn't cost. Um, so they give you like two or three free samples of wine. You can kind of choose the ones you want and... Then we went and we ate, um, which was also cool. Um, one of the things that I really appreciated about all of our like eating experiences there was um, we all would buy like appetizers and just kind of share them, which was cool. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I've done that before with like family. You know what I mean? So it was kind of nice to go there and, you know, you kind of get to taste, some, you know, new dishes that you ha you probably wouldn't order on your own. So you can figure out whether or not you actually like it without spending your own money. But I mean, all the restaurants, all the portion sizes were bountiful and Cooper's Hog is no different. Like they, their appetizers really are. I mean, you could literally get yourself like an appetizer plate and a drink and be full. Like in addition to the, um, the bread they bring and the pretzel bread roll and uh, their actual food. I, honestly, that place has always, always, always been a wonderful eating experience. And it's definitely one of those places where if you get an appetizer, just get the appetizer and plan to take your actual meal, your actual entree home for lunch or dinner the next day. <laughs> because between the wine, which is awesome, and the appetizer and the bread, you you really probably won't have room for the actual entree, which there's nothing wrong with that. That just ensures that you will have a wonderful meal either later on that night for dinner or the next day for lunch. So you got to go try that place. If you've never been to a Cooper's Hawk, find one. Go go and visit it. Um, then we went to um, visit Elizabeth St. James, her curves, her crown. 
and it was wonderful she opened up her boutique so we could come in there and have like a really specialized shopping experience all of her clothes were amazing like you know how you have some things that just don't really talk to you but they might talk to somebody else well there were enough of us in there that there was something in there for everybody <laughs> i got um i'm a tall curvy woman so it rocks to be able to actually go and take a pair of pants off of her like off of the shelf and put them on and they fit she served us wine. Oh, it was wonderful. She had drinks there for us. Notably, the sister was like, I think she said 39 weeks pregnant. So she was very pregnant, but she was up and about. She was walking around giving us all the best customer service experience. It was pretty funny because a couple of the ladies in our group were actual like OB nurses. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're about to have a baby. No babies were had in this story, y'all. But we still had a very good time. And it was so cool to kind of see their eyes light up. And just kind of see the fact that, I mean, they genuinely love the job, which is so cool. And honestly, was another way to celebrate, like, just the women in the group. Like, it was so cool. So we got to talk to her a little bit. We made all of our shopping purchases. And we, uh, as it's funny, because once we, after we left Cooper's Hawk, once we got to the boutique, there were these guys standing outside across the street at this tattoo parlor. And there were, like, two or three of them. And it's funny because, um... The one, one of the ladies in the group was like, y'all, let's get tattoos. And we were like, okay. <laughs> so we literally all were like, yeah, let's go do it. But we had this appointment with this lady at the boutique. So we went to the boutique. We did our shopping. And we literally left and went across the street and got tattoos. I am not kidding. We all traipsed our happy tails in that place. Um, and what's really funny to me, one, I mean, yes, it sounds pretty impromptu. It, it was. It was impromptu. But we all had an idea of what we want. I knew I had, there was a tattoo that I wanted to get. For a long time, I wanted to get Tafiti from Moana. If you're a parent, you have younger children. If you're Hawaiian, you may remember her. But um, she speaks a lot to like Mother Earth and how the way you feed yourself, the way your spirit is fed is pretty much what you give back. Whether you give feedback like life of poison. But that was a sidebar. I've, I've wanted that tattoo for a while. I even had the picture saved in my pictures on my phone. And then the other ladies all had an idea, too. One of the ladies in the group, her husband, had um, found this beautiful picture of a phoenix. And, and he had, like, you know, spoken to her spirit and into her life and into her beauty, pretty much just reminding her, like, baby, look, I found this for you because he knows her story. And he knows what she's overcome. So she had that. Um, one of the other ladies had an idea. One of the ladies in the group, um, Simone, our fearless leader, she had uh, she wanted to get a turtle for her son to um, kind of represent his autism. And it was beautiful. And it rocked because it was this totally impromptu thing, y'all. But it was all still something that we all kind of still had in the back of our minds. And we literally left this boutique from shopping and went across the street and we all got tattoos. <laughs> I would totally shout out the name of the place, but I don't remember the name of it. Um, I know the dude I paid was Mikey. So if, if in the event y'all go over there and you know what I'm talking about, ask for Mikey, he will hook you up. He did a great job for me. If I get the name of it, I will, I will let y'all know right now. I don't know the name of it, but it was a great experience. Super professional. Just in, they did a great job. They, I, we sent the pictures we wanted. They gave us the prices. We paid for it and we were in and out and it was such a wonderful experience. And we all flat left that place with like permanent tattoos. <laughs> Which even after we left, we was like, y'all, how did we go in and get something done to our body permanently, like in this impromptu way? And it was totally out of character, like kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was still a lot of fun. And we all went and we had our tattoos and it was actually, it was great. Um, so once that was done, that was like the end of the night, we were kind of done. 
Um, we went back to the hotel. We kind of chilled there for a little bit. I was done. I was out of juice altogether. And um, it was so funny because Simone had walked down and she was going to go over to the restaurant in the hotel to get something to eat. And I was kind of following her. You know, I was walking over to go down the stairs with her. And then I got there and I saw her go down the stairs. And I knew in my mind that I would make it down the stairs fine. But I was exhausted. And I sure didn't know if I had the energy needed to get back up them jokers. (laughs) To get back up them jokers. So I was like, okay, y'all. I changed my mind. I'm not going to eat. I'm going to bed. Y'all have a good night. I'll see y'all later. (laughs) That is where my night ended. So I went back upstairs. But, I mean... That whole day was just full of activities. Charmin, one of our other um, members of the group, totally planned, mapped out the details and hooked us up. She hosted us there in her hometown and it was well near her hometown and and she worked it out for us and we all had a great time. So that was um, the one day. The next day, so they got there Thursday. That was the night we did Salt and Smoke. Uh, Friday was the day we went to the book club. We went to, I mean, the bookstores and the boutique the day we got our tattoos and then saturday we went to the arch so we actually went across the street and we saw um so the um the st louis arc is across from my hotel so like outside and just across the way and we got to take the tram to the top of it y'all and it was so funny because we were trying to take pictures right you kind of walk in and it was you know how you go to those places and they'll take your picture to kind of probably to get you to get more money but to help you to commemorate the great time you had at this monumental situation. And so we were walking over to take the picture and it was the funniest thing. This lady, <laughs> we had the lady that was taking our picture, right? The, the These two ladies that worked there, the lady that was taking our picture and her coworker and something happened and her coworker started to laugh. But the lady, when she laughs, she snorts. And it was so funny. Now, keeping in mind, this is all in good spirits. Like nobody was laughing at her in a way that was mean. She was laughing too, but she snorted and it scared Simone. It kind of startled her because Simone was standing so near her and the snort was a little loud. And we all started cracking up because it was just so out of the place. I mean, it was just so unexpected. So we started laughing. So then the lady started laughing, but since she was laughing, she started, she snorted again. So then we all started laughing again. Y'all, it took us like 25 minutes to take a picture because we could not keep it together. (laughs) Every time somebody started to like calm down and be like, okay, we fine, take the picture now. She would snort again and we started laughing. (laughs) There were so many of us. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious. It took forever for to take the picture, but we had such a good time. We (laughs) We went in the back. We um, It's so funny because the security guys that were, you know, because after you take the picture, you go to the back and there's, um, you know, they've, they monitor it there to be sure you're not bringing anything into this national monument that you're not supposed to have. And the guy was like, we were trying to figure out what was going on over there because it was so many of us and we couldn't stop laughing because it was hilarious. And she kept snorting. Every time she snorted, we'd laugh, she'd laugh. Oh, my gosh, y'all. It was such a mess. But we had such a good time. We went over. They've got a gift shop back there. We took the tram to the top. We came back, got to take pictures. It is absolutely gorgeous there. You know, if you've never been, you listen, if you've ever been to St. Louis and you didn't go visit the arch, cut that out, go back, go visit. But if you have, you know what I'm talking about. You look out the one area, well, both sides, you look out at the top and the scenery is, it's just beautiful. It really is. St. Louis is a gorgeous town and you, and it's really not something that you can see from the ground, but from the view at the top, you, I mean, you can just see all the. You see the river and all, it's very cool. And then you get to learn a little, a lot more about like, you know, St. Louis history and 
the, and the history actually of the, the arch and, and things like that. So it was actually a lot of fun. They have a cute little shop at the bottom. So we did that. After we left, we um, got to experience those little bird scooters. <laughs> that, <laughs> I don't know if um, you've ever tried one of those. I was a little concerned just because, I mean, we ain't, I mean, we're not old, but we, we're pretty mature. And I was like, Lord, you know, don't, don't let none of us fall on this. But we all worked it out. No injuries were had. Um, we all took the scooters to the National Blues Museum, the St. Louis Blues Museum. We were able to walk around in there and see all the cool stuff in there as well. So much good stuff. So much history. So many things that were so well documented and so much hands-on stuff too, which I don't know, me personally, when I go to museums, it's good that I can walk around and read stuff, but I actually like to be able to like touch stuff and see a little bit more about that. So that was kind of neat, learning a little bit more about our country and the history of blues. I got myself a bag of those um Coconut Dad's cookies, which were absolutely wonderful. Um, If in the event you go to buy some, look for the little shelf where they're like 50% off. <laughs> you can get two or three bags for like seven bucks. It's awesome. And um, it was also a cool place also for me to be able to get a couple souvenirs from my people, you know, back at home. So that was neat. After we left there, we went to the aquarium. So we went to see the St. Louis Aquarium and the, um, it was like the aquarium and the, uh, and we went to, was it Laundry's? Landry's? The rest, the uh, seafood restaurant across the way. Um, the aquarium itself was a fantastic. It really is. The, the way that is so well done. I mean, honestly, it's funny because me, it, I was asking one of the uh, ladies with me if it was a mall and I guess it used to be, but some, but whatever changes they made to it now it's an aquarium, but it's really cool. Lots of hands on stuff at the top. Um, zip lines and things for the kids to ride lots of information about like you know aquarium type stuff so you got you got to see like the sharks and just different like life that lives like underneath the water it was really cool so much fun and it was a great experience too so now something that is notable um i guess st louis has the number two zoo in the country and um, they've also got an art museum and it's quite a few other things that you can go and see there that actually are free right they don't cost anything you can kind of just go and walk around and look at like a lot of different sites, which is important, especially when you are traveling with a family. So if you are ever considering going to St. Louis, definitely keep that in mind. There are places there where you can walk around and you can get enough sightseeing and do enough eating and have a really good time without breaking the bank, especially even if you're going with like all your people. So keep that in mind. Um, but it was so cool because it's like the ladies and I, we genuinely had a good time. We had a weekend encouraging each other, speaking to each other. The conversations that we had in the car, y'all really just speaks to the beauty of women and how helpful we can be to each other. Like there's just certain things that you don't want to talk about with anybody else around. And it was awesome because it's like somebody would mention something and somebody else would be like, are you kidding me? Like we were literally having a conversation about like Yanni steams, which if you've never had one, get one. They are actually, they're actually, they have quite a few health benefits. But um, one of the other things that we were talking about was um, just how they, they kind of help like to, with cleansing, right? And, and things like that. And then one of the ladies mentioned her husband that we were talking about. And he's like, where do you meet these women? But, <laughs> but, you know, I won't name any names, which is why I feel comfortable saying I'm sure he'll understand the benefits of Vianney's theme. <laughs> I'm sure he was able to understand those benefits as well. Uh, so, and if you know, you know, Yanni steams are, are, they're very good for cleansing, but they also, I mean, you pretty much cook in your hoo-ha. So yes, any, any marital um, experiences that come from that are tend to be pretty positive as well. So keep that in mind, but we had a great time. We really did just giving each other's like suggestions on different things to do we can, where we can take care of our body. Charmin is, um, she's our, our, our dedicated club, Mary Kay lady. So she was able to get, help us all to get like hooked up as far as like our skin and 
just the different beauty products that people use or need. So that was awesome. She was able to hook us up in that way as well. Ms. Price, her uh, one, her um, assistant, one of the ladies that she works with, but also is very good friends with. She came and gave us a really cool presentation on different things that are like St. Louis. So it was like certain kind of chips and the cookies and soda and how you've got you have to eat drink the soda with the cookies and I mean with the chips and the popcorn and you got to mix it all together she gave us a really cool like (laughs) detailed explanation y'all but um it was a lot of fun just things that are like from St. Louis so I mean that was cool that was actually a lot of fun we got these really cool bracelets and I said all this thing and I bet you all these things and I bet y'all forgot that I said this is my book club so we were actually like (laughs) kicking it as a book club which was so much fun but um so keep that in mind check us out um you can find the book club on facebook the fixing crowns book club and you can join we have um we actually do read right every month we read two books sometimes we can have discussions about a a couple more i think this is the month where we will have a couple discussions about a couple on the side uh we had We've been reading the Siren series by Jessica Cage and she came to um she actually hopped in and visited us on one of our uh, virtual book club meetings last month and we talked about the first book so it's Siren Siren's Call, Siren's Test, Siren's End. So she talked to us about the first one and then just because of the way my brain works I had to read the last two in the series and I did they were phenomenal. They were actually awesome. But a few of the other ladies read the other two books as well. So when we met last month, we just talked about the one book. So this month, our goal is to get together to talk about the last two, just for the women that were interested in finishing out the series. So I say all that to say, we usually only read two books, but because we kind of have this other thing on the side, a bunch of us are going to get together to talk about those two. So we do still actually read books. Keep that in mind. But we travel. We have a good time. It's a great space on Facebook. And I would like to encourage you all to go and visit. And if you want to come on a trip, if you want to bring your happy, positive personality along and have a good time with a bunch of ladies that are literally there just to have a good time and have fun with each other, you are more than welcome. If you if you ain't got that yet, well, well you got to find it and bring it along on a trip. <laughs> we have fun and I would sure hate for you to like, I know how it feels to be in an awesome mood. I know how it feels to be looking at other people around that are in a great mood and knowing you aren't. So sister, work on that, sis. Uh, and Come along. You are welcome. We have a great time. And if nothing else, hop in on Facebook just to see what we're about. So that was my trip for uh, St. Louis. We had a great time. Um, One of the things I do try to do um, for the Chapter Next podcast is I told myself I was going to start having um, a woman featuring a a super spectacular woman for every episode. And so this week, I actually want to mention someone that I've had on the podcast before, um, Alice Martin. She was a past guest, and um, one of the things I really wanted to talk to her that I thought was so cool about her, and I I, I thought about it after our our interview was over, is um, she's going to school now because she wants to get her doctorate acupuncture. She was actually the um, administrator of a long-term care facility. She um, stopped working for her, so she left her job, and now she's going after opening her own practice. Um, if to be an acupuncturist to have a doctor in acupuncture and one of the things I always talk about here is having your side hustle and it was a trip because one of the her side hustle is a doula (laughs) so you know how like you have side hustle see so far I don't know for me when I talk about side hustle I've talked about all kinds of stuff right I've talked about like Lyft or DoorDash or things like that and it just dawned on me how this whole this sister's whole side hustle is just next level (laughs) just like whoa like that she catches babies as a side hustle y'all but 
it's just beautiful. And one of the things I did want to mention is one, I I just thought she was worthy of a feature because I like how she made her side thing be something that genuinely speaks to her. And I don't necessarily know if I had done that either. Like I, I thought about needing a side hustle, right? I thought about having something on the side where I can work and make a little more money. But I I hadn't really put that in my category as something as I, that I genuinely enjoy either. And so I would like to encourage y'all to do the same thing. Let's uh, celebrate Alice with me. Uh, sis, you are the whole idea of you being a doula as a side gig. is just wonderful. But I like you calling us all higher and reminding us that just because something is a side hustle doesn't mean it has to be something that is not something that is a, a genuine passion for us. So good job. She is our woman that we are um, featuring for the week, y'all. Uh, to switch shifts again i would like to start in on this week's actual um the thing i kind of wanted to discuss for this week's episode um and it was kind of interesting because i I listen to rachel rogers a lot i've I've mentioned her before and one of the things that she had talked about was like the whole idea of is jealousy bad so that's that's the title of this one y'all is jealousy bad (laughs) jealousy or envy (laughs) right though those are just different things that we all deal with to a to a degree right Um, And so the definition of jealousy is like a state of feeling of being jealous, right? So to feel resentment, bitterness, or hostility towards someone because they have something you don't. And one of the things Rachel said, Rachel Rogers, is that um, she doesn't necessarily think jealousy is a bad thing, right? Like when you are going through something or you, if something crosses your space or crosses your path and it makes you feel jealous, her thing is like, no, like read into that, figure out where that's coming from, because that might be tied to whatever you need to be doing next, right? If you see somebody with something and in your brain, it's like, oh, and you get jealous about them having it. Just one of her things was just the whole idea was like, that may be a part of what, what the next step in your path is. You know what I mean? So I don't, and, and her thing was like, is it bad? Is it bad to be jealous? So when I read that definition, I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't want to be feeling resentment or resentment or bitterness towards anybody for anything, right? I certainly don't want to feel any hostility towards anybody because they have something that I don't have right so then is it bad probably but is it normal definitely right it's definitely normal I mean if you feel how you feel right and even the whole idea of of is it bad or is it good I just don't think it's good for us for you for me for our personal space to feel any kind of to hang on any kind of resentment or bitterness for anything so I say all that to say what I think Rachel was talking about was closer to like envy Right. So the definition for that is a feeling of discontentment or resentful longing aroused by someone else's possessions, qualities or luck. A desire to have a quality possession or other desirable attribute that belongs to someone else. And so I think that's kind of what she was talking about. And that I actually completely agree with the whole idea that you can look at somebody and be like, hmm, I want that. (laughs) You know, you see them and you see whatever that thing is. You see this other person having this thing and you want it. You know what I mean? You want to have whatever this thing is that they have. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, right? I mean, jealousy, while that equals like resentment, like towards somebody else, I think envy is like good. I think we need it to a degree. It's like you want what they have, but you can want what somebody else has, what somebody else has without feeling bad towards them because they have it. Like I can see you having something and want it for myself without feeling bad about you having it. Like, I can be totally perfectly happy about you having it, but I want it too. You know what I mean? So I, I think the whole idea of saying to yourself, okay, I want what they have. That's not bad. And I need, I probably need to quit saying bad too, because I don't even know if bad and good 
even applies anymore. I just don't know if, if I think that's healthy or good for you or for me as a person to look at somebody else and feel anything other than and to feel something negative towards them having it. Right. But I do know that the plans I have in my life, a lot of the goals that I make, a lot of the things that I want tend to be based on things that I've seen somebody else have or something that I've seen somebody else do. And I think I, I welcome that. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to be able to look at the lives of other. I, I need to be able to look outside of just my own experience, my own life, my own space and just kind of plan my life based on that, because there's so much more outside of just what we've seen. Right. And what we've experienced. So that part of things, I welcome it. Right. And it's interesting because more often than not, it's something that I believe will improve my life. That's usually why I want it. So whatever that thing is, I feel like me wanting it doesn't mean I don't want them to have it. You know what I mean? And perfect example. So August 2021, Black Enterprise Magazine, um, written by Alexis Spencer, they featured an article with Lindsay Perry. So this woman, Lindsay Perry, she um, is able, has been given the opportunity to move to Sonoma County in California. She won. The Murphy Good Wineries, a really good job campaign. So as a result of winning this campaign, she can live rent free, rent free for a year. She gets to learn about the wine business. So like she gets to uh, shadow a, a, a winemaker. She learns about like awareness of the industry, how to like build a man and everything that she needs to to learn about the wine business. She'll get paid $10,000 a month and she gets 30 cases of wine to take home once it's all said and done. I want that. (laughs) That is awesome. And I hear again, I am happy for her. I think this is a great time. I mean, they said she was 28 years old. This is a great time in her life for her to get that kind of an opportunity. And there needs to be more of a presence of like black and brown faces in the wine industry. So I welcome her being there. And I am totally rooting for that sister. But best believe something in my future, in my life, We'll have to be specifically focused on me doing more to explore my love, my new budding love for wine. So um, I'm totally happy for her. But I don't think and but I want it, too. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Not just that or anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with us looking at other people's lives and look at the things they have and wanting it like I'm a mom. Right. And I feel like I have a really great relationship with my younger kids, but my two older adult kids. Those relationships just aren't the best. So I would love I, I I look at other like people who have like adult children and I'm like, I've got some questions. Can we get together and have coffee or something? I would love to learn how to be able to have that kind of relationship with my adult children that they seem to have. You know what I mean? I'm building a business and I'm learning to transition that thing from just being a business and something that I have my hands in every aspect of it every day to actually running a company. And that's definitely a difference, right? You can't tell me that. The people like Ray Kroc's family or whomever inherited his business actually goes and works at every McDonald's all over the country. Right. Like they built it into a corporation. It's a thriving thing, a thriving entity on its own. And I would love to learn how to do that. Hyacinth, um, I had her on one of my um, I think she was on the second episode and she's the owner of Concoctions in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And she was saying how that's exactly how you run a company. You don't need to be there. And, And that was something that she's done. So I'm really focused now on learning how to do that. You know what I mean? Um, I was one of the things I mentioned before is I've been divorced. It's been a little over a year now. And so it's a bit of an adjustment. But one of the things that I see myself noticing now is I'm not completely impressed with like longevity for marriage anymore. Like I was married for 18 years. I wasn't miserable. But I think now, like, you know, I'll talk to people that have been married 20, 30 years and 
now instead of just being like, yeah, you've been married for 30 years, I'm like, have you been happy? Like, has it been a productive marriage? And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like marriages work, right? Things it's, it's just, you have your ups, ups and downs and you have to work at stuff and you have to do what you need to, to be sure to build your relationship and, and to make it beautiful. And I, I respect that. But, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, and I, I think there's some definitely some, some interesting details missing is like people will talk about like our grandparents when they were married, they were married for 30, 40 years, 60, 70 years, and they died and they just did things differently. And people say that with this as a blanket statement, as if them being married all those years is just a win. And I don't necessarily know if I feel that way. Like you, you get older and you start hearing about marriages and you realize, you know, they were married for 40 years and she got 12 kids, but he got 16 and they were fighting. And I don't know. I just here again. And I'm not even saying that for all marriages, obviously. Right. What I'm saying is to me, as somebody that's a little older and looking at things from a different perspective, I don't just necessarily feel like being married a long time means you won. I don't feel like necessarily till death had to literally do you part after y'all were married for 50 years but you were unhappy for 49 and a half of those I don't feel like that's a win anymore so I want to talk to people that are genuinely happily married you know what I mean people that are like yeah we've been married for we've been in this happy faithful non-violent marriage for like the last 28 years and this is how we made it happen those are the people I want to talk about those are the people I want to celebrate not saying I won't celebrate folks that aren't right I just feel like the whole, being able to look at somebody and be like, okay, that's the kind of business. You, I see your business. I see how you're building that. I want that. You know what I mean? I see the kind of marriage you have. I want that. You know what I mean? I, I see the relationships that you have with your, your older kids. I, I want that. I feel like that's a good thing. Like, how else do we know what we'll work towards unless we see it somewhere? You know what I mean? So honestly, I that's really a part of my life that I welcome. And it's interesting because... What gets me, I guess, about the whole definition of like envy and jealousy is like the negative connotation, right? It's like, where does the resentment come from? You know what I mean? If somebody has something, and, and I guess this is something that we just have to ask ourselves, right? If somebody has something and them having it makes you resentful, what are you resentful of? Are you resentful of the fact that they have it and you don't? Like, is it like, okay, she ain't no better than me. He's no better than me. Is Is that it? Is it? They are living their lives above your expectations for you, above the expectations that you have for them. And so that makes it resentful. Is it because you don't feel like they're any better than you and they have something you don't like? What what is the resentment? And the reason I bring that up is because I feel like it's all going to start with you. Right. It's all going to start with you looking at yourself and you figuring out why you feel that way that's the only way out of it you know what I mean why why shouldn't that person have something nice you know what I mean and what's wrong with you wanting it too so it's time for you it, it may be and not just you us right it's just time for us to start asking questions you know what I mean what is it about them or that situation that makes us resentful you know what what makes you resent them having it and acknowledging the fact that them having it and you being resentful for it no, them having it is totally di different than like, that's just an independent situation. They have something. So your feelings towards it, that's something different. That's something that you have to like, that it's time for you to like, look at and try and figure out for yourself because you deserve better. You deserve happiness. And so do they. Right. And and that's one of the things I'd like for us to start working on. And and lastly, why, why, why are we so focused on them? 
you know, why are we looking at this person and feeling any kind of anything other than, okay, great, they got it, wonderful, and then getting busy going after your own life, right, and going after the own things that you want. Probably that thing that they have that you're feeling weird about. So I don't know. My suggestion to you is to get busy doing that. You know what I mean? And and not even just to you, to me. Look, every aspect of the Chapter Next podcast is about me. I'm saying you, but I mean us. So don't ever feel like I'm like, you do things different. I'm for real. Like one of the things I love about this whole thing is the fact that I, I've been given the privilege for us to, to focus on learning and growing and for us to do it together. So just keep that in mind. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. One of the things I've, I've realized is when it, when it comes right down to it, my response to things, my reaction is all about me, right? It's all based on what came out of me, what came from my thoughts, what came from my spirit. And so, and I want to know what's there. Because I want to be happy and I want to be free and because I love celebrating people like I like I love it. So when I get to the point where I can't, I really want to know what's there. You know what I mean? And if there's something in that that somebody else is going after and I want to go after it, too, I want to get busy going after that because I want my life to look as grand and as beautiful and as joyful and as successful as I'm going to make it. You know what I mean? And I feel like part of that is making sure I do the work that I do the work for myself from the inside. So I don't know. Keep that in mind. Another thing I would like to encourage you to is just to keep in mind that you can have it too, whatever that thing is, whatever version of it that you can invite into your life. You can have it too. Um, remember when we were kids and people would make a big deal about like monkey see monkey do or like somebody being a copycat. My thing now is absolutely. <laughs> like, I wish I had the confidence to know that as a kid, that you were doing something that I think is great and I want to do it. You know what I mean? Success leaves a path. And if nothing else, just the different things that I've been able to see in life shows me that like success really does leave a path. Um, Arlen Hamilton, if y'all don't know who she is, look the sister up. She really is doing spectacular things in the uh, venture cap capitalist world. She just, she is, um, she was homeless five years ago and she um, launched a fund to be able to give money back to underestimated underrepresented founders. And that's exactly what she did. Um, she raised a $31 million fund. Um, she is still raising, she's still building and she is still just taking the whole venture capitalist world and the whole like startup world by storm. Because she's pretty much giving money back to people of color and LGBTQ and women founders, all these other founders that like are base have basically been ignored <laughs> like for centuries in the whole startup venue. So get a chance if you get a chance, look her up. But she has left the door wide open as far as like documenting her success. Um, her book, It's About Damn Time, just came out. Get it. Read it. You hear everything about how she got started. You get to learn a little bit more about her life. And how she ended up as the owner of a million dollar fund, you know what I mean? And, and a business that, that is given back in that way. Um, and she's teaching it. She has um, Ireland's Investor Academy and she's literally teaching people like cause, because one of the biggest questions she always got was how did you go from being homeless, living in an airport to having a million dollar fund? <laughs> like, what, how, how did you do that? And those are, that is a valid question. I had that question myself and I am currently taking her investor academy. So my suggestion to you is go and take it. She does. She shows you step by step what you need to do and gives you all the information that you need to learn. That's not it. Right. I mean, you I, it's not like you can just hear her 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 thing and walk away and the next day you have a million dollars but you've been given the tools you need to go after it and different resources that you can find different people that you can research and it's it's really been invaluable to me 
um, she's got her podcast, The Bootstrap VC and Your First Million. She launched The Bootstrap VC back when she was like really building the company when it was still getting off the ground. And her uh, podcast, actually both of those podcasts, Your First Million, that's her actually talking to different companies. Um, a lot of them are um, companies that she's invested in and talking and, and other um, of the people that she's talking to are um, just people that they may have not earned a million dollars, but they got to a million something. So whether it's a million followers a million, whatever, just whatever their business was able to accomplish. But as far as like she left a path, she left a light and an arrow that's flashing and singing at you to let you know exactly where it is. And honestly, a lot of people, a lot of women that have been successful in, in different things, they do. They leave a path and they let you know exactly what's going on. Those people that don't want to leave a path, they don't want to share it. There's some things that you can't help but know. There's things that you can't help but research. Sean Russell, um, I talk about her all the time because I, I really do think the lady is spectacular. Y'all. She um, is the owner of the Southern Elegance Candle Company, <laughs> but she's on TikTok. She's on Facebook. She is doing her thing and she has launched her company to be over a million dollar company. And she learned how to make candles on YouTube videos. And by researching it, she made candles in her kitchen at her stove. And she is and she now owns a million dollar business. Success leaves a path. Terry Gioma. Um, I learned about her from listening to Rachel Rogers podcast and she was a school administrator it became clear that her space, her, her life was not intended for her to stay there anymore, but she had already started in trading stocks on the side. She has a whole course. She has YouTube videos galore. She has so much information. All, like She has like different things that you can buy. But if you can't afford her courses yet, take a stroll, a, a nice long stroll through all the information that she's left available to you, free to use on YouTube. Like it's wonderful. Her company is uh, the trade and travel. And so she has like, she has she's she just did a tour unless I'm mistaken. I think her tour is just about to wrap up, but um, she tours the country. She has a website. You can listen to her, like I said, on YouTube and different interviews and things that she's done. But it's spectacular. But my, my point is all these women and so many others, they will they leave a path of exactly what they've done. Now, there are women with businesses and families and, re, and responsibilities and they're working. So they don't mean they don't mean they have time for you to call them a whole bunch to ask them a whole bunch of questions about it. But from my experience, they've all been very open and very responsive as far as like sharing the information that they were able to get and, and, and answering an email or two or making sure all the information that they want to offer is easy to get easily accessible. So keep that in mind. OK, just because somebody else has something doesn't mean you can't go after it. When I was talking earlier about people with happy marriages and people with like just different, you know, really successful relationships with their adult children. The reason I, I mean, you see it, I, I see it. And that's something that I want. And it's something that I've been going after. And I would like to encourage you to do the same, the whole monkey see monkey do thing or calling somebody a copycat or even just not wanting somebody to go after something because you have it. If that's something that you don't necessarily like, if you don't want somebody copying you, that may be something that you have to spend some time asking yourself, why not? You know what I mean? Nobody can do you as well as you can. But if you don't want to share that information or do what you can to, you know what I mean, for somebody to go after it, there's really aspects of your, your success that you can't really hide to a degree. Right. But I, I say, don't even worry about it. You know what I mean? Look at what you want to go after in your life and get busy doing that. If you have the strength and the energy to give back to, to feed into some other person, some other sister as she is growing and as she is learning, I say, do it. If you don't, you don't. Right. And that is something that that's a decision that you get to make for yourself. But my goal here is to make it so that the whole idea of like imitating somebody, copying somebody, learning what they're doing and going after it yourself. That is I think that is welcome. That is gold. That is how we gonna get there. That's how we gonna get to the next step. Right. 
So just keep that in mind. I don't think it's bad to see it and want it, right? Your dreams are looking for you. They're calling out to you, like literally. Once that there are this, whatever this dream is, whatever this goal is, it has stayed on your mind. It has stayed in your heart all this time on purpose because you were meant to do something about it. And my suggestion to you is to go after it. Even if it's just something that you're doing a couple hours a week, if it's something that you just have a little bit time to do a few hours a week, whatever it is, go after it. Find out why you been why you if there's any resentment or bitterness there, find out what that is. Work through that for real. Hammer it out. Open that door up and air it out so that you can have a, a, a space, a mind, a heart that is free and clear of any kind of resentment or any kind of grossness and everything that you feed back into your community, into the people that. You are here to love your kids, your your coworkers, your employees, whomever in your space that is is coming from a place of love and it's something good that you're giving back to them. And when you do that, honestly, you feel good too. So I would like to encourage y'all to just go after that. Just stop letting yourself feel like being jealous is bad. Stop getting mad when somebody else is jealous of you. Whatever situation that person is dealing with, that's their burden to carry. It's hard. And that's probably why they're unhappy because the real jealousy really is a burden. It's really hard to keep that around. But seeing somebody else wanting something else somebody has and wanting to plan your life and add that to your list of things to go after. I think that's that's beautiful and it's welcome. So you just go on and add that to your list of things to do and go on and improve your life. Seriously, ask the questions, do the work and do what you need to to improve your life. So that's it. That's all I got for that part. I feel like um, what do you all think? What are some things that you feel like you really struggle with being jealous about or having envy, having envy for somebody else for? What's something that's been going on in your space and you feel like, I don't know, it's just like you look at yourself and for, and for some reason, something about whatever that thing is just seems like it's not meant for you. Because I don't know, you be, if, you are ta- if you are in a space and it's something that you want, it's something that's been on your heart. I don't know. I think it may be time for you to ask yourself, why? Why isn't it meant for you? You know what I mean? And, and what can you do to start going after it and making your life look exactly the way you, way you, you want it to? Probably while including whatever that thing is in, in your path and in your goals for your life. So just keep that in mind, y'all. Um, so that's all for that. Uh, for this next episode of Let's Brainstorm It, um, one of the things I would like to encourage y'all to do. Um, so Let's Brainstorm It was a segment that I added a little while ago. Right. And what it is, is where we are as women pretty much just work out, hammer out, offer suggestions on different things that we can go after, fix, repair, improve in our lives. So for this week, I would like to add, um, what do you do to help yourself, help yourself to get over feeling envious or to get to get over feeling jealous? Not so much envy, but jealous. And do you do anything when you can tell that you're envious about something somebody else has? You know, do you go and talk to whomever that person is and try to get suggestions about it? Do you like how, what are really good ways that you've handled it in the past? And since this is an anonymous platform, if you want to add, let us know some ways that you've handled it in the future and you know it was, wasn't good. Tell us about that, too. You know what I mean? We this is a non-judgment space. And the goal here is for us all to learn and grow. And, and maybe somebody else can benefit from your story. You don't have to. But just just a suggestion there. Y'all keep that in mind. Our resource that I'll be sharing about this week will be um, Arlen's book. It's about damn time by Arlen Hamilton. Get it. Read it. I have the book, but I I listened to the audible. I didn't um, actually have a chance to hold. And that's just one of my things. Like I'll read. I feel very strongly about holding like fiction books. If I'm entertaining myself, those books I want to hold in my hand. But when I'm learning something and when I'm like, you know, just trying to level up to the next. Those things I'll, I'll do a lot of times on audible. 
Um, and so, and so that's, a, that book's available at, um, you can find it at Walmart, Barnes and Noble, like all over. I literally see it everywhere. But, um, you can also download it on Audible. So go after that. Um, I'd like to, um, be sure to invite you all <laughs> to, um, come and be a guest on the chapter next. So if you're a woman over 40, or if you know a woman over 40 who is like actively going after making her life look the way she wants it to. She's had whatever career that she's had for a long time, even if she wants to keep that career. And her next step is just like maybe a promotion or taking more steps towards making sure she has self-care. Or if y'all know the name of that place where we got our tattoos, <laughs> just um, reach out to us and let us know. Um, and we'd, we'd love to hear from you. I'd love, love to have you as a guest on the podcast um, to come back and let me know. So um, if y'all have any questions or want to contact us, feel free to reach out on Facebook at um, the Chapter Next Podcast. Um, we're on Instagram. You can send us an email at thrive at the chapter next podcast dot com. I can also be reached out to on Clarity, Clarity FM. You can find me there. It's Alethea Thompson. Um, it's about 60 bucks an hour. But one of the things that I've really been able to get a kick out of is just talking to people and hammering out things. I love coming up with solutions. My brain does it without any prompting at all. And so it's been a lot of fun to just have conversations with y'all and just be able to kind of work out different things that you've got going on. Um, and, and honestly, for the good ones, if you'd like, we, I'd be happy to share them with the podcast community. Um, we also have a group, the Chapter Next Podcast group on Facebook as well. And um, get all that good knowledge from just the different women in our circle. One of the, Like I said, one of the cool things about my trip to St. Louis with the book club was just being able to talk to the different ladies about different stuff that we all had going on. And we were all able to walk away with good, encouraging sound intelligent actionable stuff and that the chapter next podcast both our group on facebook and um that's and i guess the podcast and just all of us all around that's our goal we want to be sure that we all get exactly what we need and when we go out that we go out empowered and we can go about making our life just continue to make our life look the way we want it to so that is all y'all thank you very much for being with me for today's episode of the chapter next podcast and i hope to hear from y'all soon go ahead y'all have a good day everybody goodbye hello ladies so if you'll remember one of the earlier episodes when i was sharing my experience with just transitioning from working full-time for someone else and starting my own business as a business owner one of the things that i was doing was i was a serial entrepreneur meaning i was delivering just about everything i was delivering people packages food all kinds of stuff but one of the experiences that stuck out to me the most was I was a driver for Lyft. I was an independent contractor for them. And I was also an independent contractor for DoorDash. And the reason I'm mentioning this to you is because I know one of the concerns people that are transitioning have is I just don't have enough money. I can't pay for this or I don't have any extra money in my world to do whatever this other thing is. And so I would like to encourage you to consider Lyft or DoorDash as a side hustle or just something to do on the side. So I'm going to post a link in the show notes. I know right now there's always different promotions that they're having. Right now, if you start driving in my area, you can get up to an $800 bonus for being a Lyft driver. Or if you want to deliver for DoorDash, they offer bonuses as well. So I'm going to include the links for both of those options in the show notes. Feel free to go and look them over, review them, and see if that's something that's interesting to you. If you decide to do it, great. Tell them to leave the essential if you decide not to and that, that those things are not for you. Just do a little more research and see what different gigs or different like side jobs that you could do for a little extra money or to free up a little more time that may be available to you. So thank you all again for listening. I am Talithia Thompson, a mom, a grandma, a serial entrepreneur, just doing my best to make this next chapter of my life the best chapter of my life on purpose. <laughs>